Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mir, on this Monday morning. Well, let's start the week with a bit of chinwag, and we've got the one and the only Karen Ko with us this morning. Karen, it's great to speak to you. How are you doing? I'm great, Noreen. I had a very nice weekend. How about you? I did as well, and I've been following uh, your social media, so I I sort of have an idea of what you did uh, over the weekend. Um, You picked up a a new hobby. Yes, I did. Um, So I spent Friday afternoon falling in the water at um, Tai Tam a lot, (laughs) because I I actually started this last year in Hong Kong, and then when I was away, I couldn't I couldn't really do it anywhere else because all the places where I was didn't offer it. So I basically took up wake surfing, which is surfing behind a weighted speedboat. Uh, so you're, it's, it's a little bit different from water skiing and wakeboarding. wakeboarding. In that you're much closer to the boat, but the boat has an inboard engine and you go slower than those, those other two sports, but you're not holding onto a rope. So you basically hold on to the rope to get up and then get yourself into the pocket of the wave and then let go and just surf the wake. So, yeah, that's what I did on Friday. And as you can see from my social media posts, I fell... Far more often than I was up, but it's not at all. You're amazing. Like I was so inspired, and I remember following your your wakeboarding posts uh, previously as well. Like like you said, you picked it up last year, and it's incredible because just the joy is just seeing your face like light up. It's like you know uh, picking up a new hobby, and it just brings so much joy. Like a child, really, like learning right. something new. <laughs> the yeah. wonders of it. Yeah, it's one of those things that you look at it and go, wow, that looks fun. I wonder if I could do that. And, you know, like with many things, when you try something new, of course, initially, you're not going to be very good at it. But if you keep trying, then eventually you either discover, okay, I don't like this, or I don't like this part of it, or you might fall in love with something new. So I thought, um, you know, that's why it'd be good to talk about people's hobbies and, and passions, because... While we all have a day job, um, I think it's really important for us to have things that we do purely for fun or exploring other parts of our brains or other parts of uh, our bodies even, and maybe discovering some hidden talents. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm big on hobbies, but I always envy people who try, who are so brave to try something new. I mean, you are like the queen of trying something new all the time. Like what goes through your mind? Do, do you sort of see somebody attempt it on, say, you know, a friend recommending or do you actively seek new things around you? You're really adventurous, Karen, um, I got to say. So I think for me, I get inspired often by what I see, whether I see it in person or I might see it online, like I'll see someone doing that. And I think, wow, that looks really cool. I'd like to be able to do that. And then because I'm very goal oriented, I'll just go out and find where can I do that? (laughs) And, you know, how can I do that? And who do I need to talk to to organize it? So in the past, year I took up roller skating as my new hobby (laughs) amazing Um, because I've always loved I used to roller skate as a kid and I've always loved roller skating but I took like a 40 something year break and then at Christmas I got a new pair of skates and then I found a skate community I was in Australia at the time but um, the other thing I did last Friday night is I joined a group of street skaters here in Hong Kong and we went to this 
park in North Point, um, right by the harbour, and just free skated and skate danced, roller danced for two hours. That's so, so cool. And it's a it's a skating park. It's actually it's the it's called the East Coast Park Precinct, and it's a very open, flat area, beautifully paved. And when I it was my first time there, and it just opened last year. And there's a lot of skateboarders, a lot of rollerbladers, and then this particular group had a open kind of free skate that night, and they just occupied one far corner of the park. But I'd love to go back there and skate the rest of the park because it's quite big. It's right by the waterfront, so it was a beautiful night, and it was just so special to be doing something you love with this amazing view of the lit-up Hong Kong harbour front and, you know, under wow. the stars. It was just really special. And then the other thing for me is that I met new people. So now I kind of know a few people in the Hong Kong skate community. And <laughs> Check you I, out, rubbing shoulders with the, with the skate community. <laughs> <laughs> so, Noreen, what are your hobbies? Well, you know, I, I agree with you. I think hobbies definitely make you a more well-rounded person. I think, you know, sometimes, but, but I have to say, sometimes with work and, and, and family and with life, it sometimes gets so busy that you sometimes forget, like, what you actually like to do. So my hobbies are, I love rocks like since i was a little girl i love like um uh, gems and even like uh, rocks that you find on the earth like i love digging and and you know shells and all that and um i think i'm a bit of an aspiring gemologist like i love shiny rocks i love like exploring to find out like semi precious stones like i love looking at the elements of it um yeah so so that's sort of like my hobby and i like yeah. giving people tips on like you know to pair what with what and and whether or not that will make a nice piece of jewelry and whether it's enduring and recently i'm really into jade um oh. I, I should be specific well, actually um i like um right now i'm exploring um jadeite and also nephrite um, so there are two mm. types of, of, of jade, uh, as you know. Um, the nephrite is the one that you get from China. Um, mm -hmm. But a lot of Chinese people actually like jadeite, which is the more expensive one. And that one is only found in Burma. Um, oh. Yes. Oh. So that, that one is a, the, 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 the one that's usually more... Um, I should say transparent or, or has like a lot of translucence. Is that the yeah. word I'm looking for? Whereas yeah. nephrite is more sort of fatty. It looks more like mutton fat, like white, uh -huh. opaque, but it has a shine to it as well. It does have a certain shine to it. That's nephrite. Oh, that's so it's interesting because you, when you think about it, if you've loved rocks and, you know, gems and stones, and yes. Since you were little, then that's something that, you know, is really is, is part of your DNA that this is what you're interested in. So, you know, one day in the future when you retire, maybe you'll become a jewelry designer or gemologist or something oh, like. I would love to. I mean, for my birthday, um, Andy, um, my husband, he buys me all sorts of not gems. He buys me the tools to look at gems. Not no, he, he 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 doesn't. He thinks gems. He thinks it's a fancy way of saying like you know you like jewelry. But I'm like no, I just you know. I just like, yeah, I like rocks in, in, in yeah. general. So, so he got me like a refractometer and that can mm. specifically tell you what element that is. So um, say, for example, uh, spinel and ruby look really alike. Um, in fact, the, the, the thing on the, 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 the gem on the queen's crown is actually a mm -hmm. spinel, but everybody thought it was a ruby because they look so similar. Um, wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
I'm such a Who nerd. knew that Noreen knew so much about rocks? <laughs> And yes, I, I didn't expect that either. But the more you read, the more you are interested in it. And it's just a very interesting exactly, thing. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's interesting you say reading because I was looking at, um, you know, what are the most popular hobbies in the world? And number one is reading. Uh, it's it's across all cultures. And it's reading is great. It's fun. You can do it pretty much anywhere. And it's a form of self-improvement as well. And it can be... You know, so relaxing. It can be solo. It could be social. You could join a book club. Can you guess what some of the other most common hobbies are in the world? Is food, what, what cooking or baking, one of them? I feel like that that has to be like a top ten. People have something that's food related, or maybe that's me. But yeah, reading definitely. Yeah. Um, I feel like knitting or yeah. it, um, it is one. Um, I, a lot of people I speak to like to knit. Maybe I just yeah. hang out with. I don't my know. sister is a big knitter. Oh, yes. she, I've been the beneficiary of that because she's knitted me so many nice things. Oh. Um, that, so it's funny because this particular website, which is called Skill Courses, it says uh, reading and then dancing, oh. watching TV shows and movies, collecting antiques. Is watching pottery. TV shows a, a hobby? I mean, I, I feel like that's like a standard, like kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there are people who, who really treat it as a hobby. Hobby, yeah. Um, and then collecting antiques, pottery, painting, learning to play a musical instrument, keeping a garden, gardening, playing card games, and then board gaming. That, that's oh. their top 10. But of course, you know, I think definitely cooking is one. I love to cook as well and experiment with food. And photography yoga. as well. And yoga. You, you're yeah. a yogi. Yeah, um, and there's like calligraphy, uh, there's, there's just so many, golf, oh, yeah. a lot, I, I suppose a lot of hobbies are also sports. Yeah, sports or musical and, instruments. Yes, and, and music. And then there, and there, it's interesting because some of them are quite solo, but others are very social. Or some seemingly are both, like scrapbooking. Scrapbooking was very, very popular. Oh, what's scrapbooking? Oh, you don't know. So scrapbooking was actually very, very popular about 10 years ago. I had a girlfriend in Hong Kong who owned a scrapbooking um, company, meaning she made beautiful papers and little tokens and things that people could use to scrapbook. And what this was... I mean, I, was I know a, what a scrapbook is, but people do that as a hobby? Yes. So there was, there was a whole thing where people would, you know, in, not just make a photo album of an experience or, or something they've done, but actually make an entire scrapbook with themed papers and uh, matching um, little stickers and trinkets and all sorts of embellishments and they would do either a whole album or maybe even just a page. So, for example, if they were celebrating uh, the birth of a child or an anniversary or a special trip, they would make a whole scrapbook and it also became a social thing. So there were scrapbooking clubs where people would get together and do this together. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> um, and, and I think the pandemic also really had an impact on people spent like one realizing what hobbies they enjoyed because 
they were not going on their normal routines um, and also doing new things like doing a podcast or doing 5,000 piece jigsaw puzzles. Uh, so I wonder whether those sort of pandemic hobbies, whether people will keep them up. Did you have any pandemic hobbies that you took up? Oh, um, sort of um, knitting. Um, oh, no, sorry, crocheting. But that's not <laughs> there. Yeah, that, that didn't go anywhere. I, pre- I prefer knitting. I'm better at it. I find it very difficult to crochet, even though most people will say, no, that's much easier. I, I just can't for the life of me get my head around it. Um, <laughs> but a, a pandemic hobby, baking. Remember how baking. like the flour and everything just went out of stock because everybody was baking at home? That's true. I mean, how many people now are qualified sourdough bakers that weren't <laughs> back in 2019? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Did did you take up any pandemic hobbies? Um, I actually. Well, or just hobbies during the pandemic, because you 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 often have new hobbies. Yeah, I I didn't really take up anything brand new. I mean, the only really brand new thing I took up was roller skating this past year. But I think what I did do is I listened to a lot more music. Uh, like just discovering new music. That's that's also one of my hobbies. But because I'm also a drummer, when I listen to music, I listen to it often because I want to figure out whether I can play that drum line. <laughs> On the drums. So I have a purpose <laughs> when I listen to new music. And often I will like or not like a song depending on the the rhythm. You know, so I'm listening to, to that part of it. And then my my other pandemic hobby, I think, was just like bedroom dancing, um, you know, I love to dance. You know that. Yes. <laughs> been dancing before. And when there was nowhere to go to dance, what do you do? You just put on music at home and you dance at home. That's right. Yeah. Um, speaking of sort of, you mentioned just now, you it gives like that purpose, you know, with, with the drumming. It's true. Having hobbies, um, I've read, also improves your sort of, yeah, well-being and also gives you a, a new purpose outside of work, for example. Yeah, I think that's true. And it's interesting. I've spoken to quite a lot of friends recently, and many of them, you know, like me, are are sort of, well, maybe not like me, but many of them are in there about to retire because, you know, they're in their late 50s. And some of them already know exactly what they want to do. And often the thing they want to do has absolutely nothing to do with what they did at work, but it's a, a hobby or a passion, and that can be anything from, you know, uh, volunteering to playing more golf to flying to sailing, and um, it's interesting how very often people would say, "Well, the reason I do my job is so I can fund my hobbies." So <laughs> I, I ask them, "Like, do you enjoy your job?" They're like, "No, not really," but you know, it, it enables me to make money so that I can enjoy my hobbies. So I think that it's very telling that people's passions are often not related to what they do every day. That's true. Yeah. Um, I've also read some people sort of learn a new language as a hobby. That's a quite a big undertaking. But having said that, I mean, I'm learning sign language also. So I suppose mm. that's part hobby and part passion. Um, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Is there something that you'd like to try that you haven't um, tried before as a hobby? I mean, for, for myself, I've always wanted to play the piano. And I never learned as a child, but I always imagined what it'd be like to be able to play a song. So, yeah, maybe it's yeah, it's never too yeah. late to start. I Yeah, I would love to be able to play guitar. I can play piano. 
And I did learn to start to learn to play ukulele, which is a very simplified form. And I know that it's not too much of a leap from ukulele to guitar, but uh, I've tried once or twice just to teach myself and I just can't. So I, it's something I definitely need to take lessons for. And I'd also really like to learn Spanish because since I travel to the U.S. a lot, the second most common language in the U.S. is Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> so I think it would open up a whole new world. Yeah, I was going to reply in Spanish, but no, I think I can say, you know, ¿Dónde está el baño? I think that's, where is the toilet? That's as far as, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and, and in terms of um, hobbies, uh, do, you, do you document your hobbies as well? I see on social media, you often post, you know, what you've been up to. I feel like that also helps inspire other people to take yes. on new things. I, I think that's an interesting thing because often if you well, – what I found is that sometimes if I document a hobby, people will go, oh, I'm also into that. And you yes. would have no idea because it's not something you have talked about. So I think it's actually a nice thing because it can, in a way, help build your friendship if you're both interested in the same thing because then you can say well why don't we go do this together so if it's something like roller skating i've uh, there's so many people i met uh recently uh, when i was in australia and i mentioned it to them oh i really like roller skating they're like oh so do i and, and it I'm brings people no together <laughs> yeah. yeah oh well i'm afraid we're out of time today karen and i really look forward to chatting with you again next time thank you so much for sharing all about hobbies and how it brings sort of a, a new purpose in our lives thank you so much yeah. karen thanks so much noreen bye See for you. now bye